probably 60% of my business is corporate. And that is companies wanting things like sometimes it's for parties. That's probably half of it. And then they just want like a big, you know, maybe they're having a conference and everybody it's in Des Moines, but everybody's flying in for it. And they want like a big balloon installation as like a wow for that. And then sometimes it's just, they just want it in their office or like I've done them for Amazon or Facebook where it's like at their huge fulfillment center or data center. And they just, it's not like a special event. It's just like, this is going to be up for a week and it's there to like be fun for employees. And that's it. I'm Heidi Marinell, and I'm on a mission to spotlight incredible female-owned small businesses who've conquered the business world on their terms. Together, we're diving into the stories of real relatable women who've turned their passions into thriving businesses. I'm a small-town mom with a passion to break free from the ordinary and provide you with new, specific, and downright revolutionary business ideas. I'm interviewing women who've dared to dream differently and have turned their passions into profit. Best news? They've got fresh ideas that can ignite your passion and creativity. No more vague top 10 lists of business ideas that lead nowhere. I believe in dreams with real substance, and I want to provide you with inspiration that leaves you thinking, I can do this too. Whether you're itching to start your own venture or craving a fresh twist on your existing business, your go-to source for inspiration is here. Welcome to Her Business Rocks. Welcome back to Her Business Rocks. Today, I am welcoming Sophie Hill as our guest. Sophie owns Joy Pop Events, a Des Moines-based studio specializing in custom balloon installations, garlands, and arches. Joy Pop brings a unique and unforgettable touch to all of life's celebrations. As Sophie says, balloons are all about having fun, so that's why I started Joy Pop, to create and be inspired by celebrations. I love this conversation I have with Sophie today. It is so inspiring to me, taking something as simple as balloons and creating a thriving business. Just goes to show it's not always about creating something that has never been created before. It's taking something as simple as a balloon and making a business. So let's jump in as I chat with Sophie. Welcome, Sophie. Thanks for being here with me. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm super excited to learn about Joy Pop events and a little bit about what you've done to get to this point. And I have a whole bunch of questions. So let's just dive okay, in. Okay, sounds good. Let's start off. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, and if this is your full time job, just give us a little background and a little family update. Yeah. Well, I'm from Iowa originally. I. I'm from Mason City, which is a smaller town about two hours north of here. And then I went to school in North Carolina in recreation management, which is really different than what I do okay. now. And then um, after college, I stopped back in Mason City for a year or two and helped my mom run a bed and breakfast. And then I followed a guy out to Los Angeles. And I lived there for six years. And while I was in Los Angeles, I um, first I worked for a tech startup in their hospitality 
um, like department, which was a weird part of that company. And then I ended up like sort of falling out of love with that job. It became like the hospitality part sort of went away and I became like an office manager. And I was like, this isn't what I wanted. And I was thinking about like, what's my next move? I don't think it's just another, like working in another office, which had never been my intent coming from recreation management. I thought I was going to be like a camp director. That was my thought in college. Um, And so then I started thinking about florals and um, the flower district was like right near where I lived. So I could walk there and I just started thinking about that. And then I booked a wedding like by happenstance, a friend of a friend. And then I started thinking about it more and like, you know, watching videos and prepping for that wedding. And then I did that wedding, which was very hard and stressful. And then like on the day of like delivering the flowers I was like, oh, this could be like a thing. I didn't like quit my job that day, but I was like, okay, think about doing this. Um, So then I started doing that like more and more. And then I got laid off and I was like, yes, this is everything I wanted. So I got my little severance and I um, started my floral company. So that was in LA and I... Um, so I did that for two years there and I was just like slowly building this floral business. And then, um, I went through like a bad breakup and knew that I didn't want to sort of restart in Los Angeles, even though I had a lot of friends there and my business there. So at that point I had a year of florals booked in, um, Los Angeles, but I sort of stopped booking there, but I had all like about 10 weddings throughout the year booked there. And so I moved and just traveled around for a year. And then at the same time, I would come back to LA for these weddings. So I did that for a year. And at the end of that year, I moved to Des Moines to be closer to my family. That's a big switch from LA to Des Moines. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was really big and it was hard like it was harder. I thought I was ready to leave Los Angeles, but then it was really hard not to be there anymore and it was yeah. Yeah. So I miss it a lot, but I I don't think being there is the right choice, but I do miss it. Um So then when I restarted my business in Des Moines, I added balloons because I'd seen how big they were in LA and I'd started seeing them at events and weddings that I was doing. And there was like one company that I really worked, like saw a lot um, and they're called Balloonzilla. Um, They're a really awesome company. Yeah, I've heard of that. And So I was like seeing them all the time and I just was like, oh, that's really cool. So then I added that to my business thinking more like I'll just make garlands sometimes, you know, like I'll put that on my website and I'll do that. And then 
really quickly, I saw that like that was going to be a little bit bigger than I had anticipated. And so I broke it off of my, instead of just like having a page on my website, I made like a new website and a new business and named it Joy Pop. So that, then it was the pandemic and like I opened Joy Pop and then the pandemic started like two months later. And, but it was so lucky that I had Joy Pop because a lot of my florals, I'd worked so hard. Like this was going to be my first season in Des Moines. And I like really hustled to make that happen. Um, and then like a bunch of them got canceled, but then a bunch just got like downsized. It was just like everything was shrinking. But people still wanted balloons because they were like having birthdays at their house with just their kids with no one there. And they were being like, how could this be special? You know, or they would do them in their yard, like a big for like a drive by or for like an outside thing where people were just like stopping by in their yard. Um, I did one. It was like a it was an arch at one point, but then she just took it off the arch when it was done, but it was like still good. So she put it in her garage. And every time she was like a mom of three, every time there was a drive-by birthday, she would like put it down her, her minivan, like a mohawk down her minivan and like drive <laughs> by for a year. She kept it like, and it would get like a little worse, but it was just a drive-by. So she was like, it's still fun. <laughs> So, wow, that's creativity right there. Yeah. yeah. And so then when I, so I was doing, you know, that, and it was sort of like keeping, like getting me through during the pandemic. And then as corporate stuff started coming back, I was in a really good position to like catch that work. So corporate, tell me a little bit about that. What do you do for corporate yeah. So I would say, I mean, probably 60% of my business is corporate. And that is companies wanting things so, like sometimes it's for parties. That's probably half of it. And then they just want like a big, you know, maybe they're having a conference and everybody it's in Des Moines, but everybody's flying in for it. And they want like a big balloon installation as like a wow for that. And then Sometimes it's just, they just want it in their office or like I've done them for Amazon or Facebook where it's like at their huge fulfillment center or data center. And they just, it's not like a special event. It's just like, this is going to be up for a week and it's there to like be fun for employees and that's it. So that's a neat idea. And that's fun that companies are thinking like that. How can we, how can we make like life different for our employees or yeah. just spice things up for yeah. a week? Amazon did it for like a while. They've sort of cooled off on it a little bit, but they were doing it all over the country. So you would be in these balloon groups, you know, like on Facebook where you are following other people and somebody would be like, what are you guys doing for prime week? Or what are you doing for, you know, and then everybody would post what they're doing in Amazon fulfillment centers for prime or for Christmas or whatever. I think Christmas it's called peak. It's like between um, Thanksgiving and Christmas is their peak season. Um, 
So that was really fun to see what other people were doing. And it's fun to do the corporate stuff because it's big. You get to do yeah. um, just big, fun things. Yeah, much different than like a birthday yeah. party. Yep. Awesome. So I found it really interesting that you said balloons were really big in LA, which I find so interesting because to me, it's when I think of balloons, I think of like, you're going to the Dollar Tree and you're coming home with your pack of, you know, I've got five balloons here in my thing. And, and I feel like balloons a lot of times feel outdated unless it's something beautiful, like making it into an art form, which I feel like is what you've done. Yeah. I think the coasts and we're doing it like, but it's really, really big. I don't know where it started, this more like clustery organic garland stuff. But in Australia, that is where it is like the biggest. That when you see the companies that are the biggest on Instagram or 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 doing the like coolest stuff, it's always in Australia. So I don't know what that's about, but and then you know, I mean the Kardashians do it at like every birthday party for all those kids. So sometimes I think like, is this a trend? Is this just something that's happening right now? And then every time I see the Kardashians post another birthday party with like a bigger, better installation, I think, well. I think we got it for a few more years, you know, like it. So. Right. It's not going anywhere. Yeah. yeah. Um, I love that this is something that is, is an older type of idea, right? Balloons are not a new revelation. No. It's taking <laughs> something that's been around for a while and just continuing to find new ways to use it. It's not, I guess my point is that it it's, it's a different way to do business. It's taking something and, and bringing it back, making it popular again. It's not going and trying to create the new latest tech gadget mm -hmm. or anything that, that costs a lot of money or takes a lot of research. Mm -hmm. I love the simplicity of it. Yeah. The simplicity and success, how that goes together. Yeah. And how it's just like, I mean, you can definitely add things in, you know, whatever you want. and But it is just like one thing. You just have a ton of balloons and then you just do, you know, it's, it's all a balloon. It is cool that it's just sort of yeah. one and one shape and you're creating textures and things, but it's still all little circles. Like it is an interesting way of doing art. Yes, absolutely. Okay. So did you completely stop your floral business when you, so I, when when the pandemic hit, is that when it no, stopped? No, I kept doing it for, I did it, let's see, <laughs> this is 2023. So I did it for 2021 and 2022. I still had floral seasons um, and I was doing balloons. It was like 2022 was really crazy. It got really crazy. Um, and it would always be like all on the same weekend. You know, I didn't do that many floral weddings. I'm just like one person, but it would be like the weekend you had a big wedding would be the weekend you got all the balloon work. So it was getting really crazy and I was feeling like I didn't have enough time for either business. My balloon business was like really taking off 
but that was just like, I wasn't putting in the work to make that happen. I was doing the work, but I wasn't doing any like marketing or anything. It was just really happening. And then at the same time, my floral business like wasn't where I wanted it to be. It wasn't growing the way I wanted it to because I didn't have time for any sort of like marketing or backend stuff or like client. I mean, for the weddings, they, I was delivering and doing a good job, but the client experience wasn't getting like elevated the way I wanted it to, because I was just like barely, you know, getting everything done. So then in 2021, I got married and then really quickly um, got pregnant after that. And so I did 2022, I was pregnant like the whole season. And and then I had a baby in August. So, um, and I still had floral weddings booked for the fall. Some I canceled, but like not very many. And um, like leading up to that, I was like, next year, I'm not taking floral weddings. Like it's too much already. And I don't have a baby yet. So yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, so it was a gentle transition. I mean, you fulfilled your things and then it was like, I'm just not taking any more. Okay. So back to balloons, did you have any prior experience in balloon design or how did you know what you were doing when you started, um, when you decided to add this? I did not know what I was doing, but I didn't know what I was doing with florals either. I have always loved art and design but I, I don't know why I didn't go into it. I had taken some art in high school and always had taken art classes like at a local museum. And then in college, I went into recreation management, but I had this feeling at one point that I should change to costume design. And then I didn't do it. That's a switch. It is. It is. And my parents are in theater. So it's like not that crazy, even though it seems like a really big jump. And then I just didn't do it. And now um, I always wish I'd gone to school for art just so I had a little more of a design background. Um, I don't even think I'd be doing anything different. I just (laughs) wish I had more experience. But over time, that kind of stuff started coming more easily to me. And I would say 2D art, not good. I am not good at that. (laughs) But 3D art, I just started doing different mediums more and more. So I did like pottery in high school. And, and I did pottery after college also. Um, and then I also did like, I've done a lot of sewing and some 3d, you know, that's 3d. And then really weirdly, I've also done some puppetry work and like my parents were in theater, children's theater. So I'd done some stuff with them. But then when I went to Los Angeles, I met up with this before I had my jobs there, I met up with this puppeteer who was from Minneapolis and I worked with her and did these different really weird things with a couple different people there. And which is a really awesome medium because you are not in any way 
within the confines of what is popular or pleasing. You just get to like be as weird as you want. And you're not, it's not about Instagram. It's not, it's not for the, like for the masses, it's just about like being weird and designing. And so I think that can like, and that weirdly sort of translates to balloons, even though they are really popular and trendy. So anyway, yeah. as I, it just became easier and easier to design in like sort of any 3D medium. So when I started doing florals, I like watched some videos and looked at a lot of pictures, you know, but it did just sort of, I didn't really take any classes. It just sort of came to me. Um, and I, you know, would watch videos and stuff more about like mechanics. Like, how do you actually do this okay. little thing? Um, and then when I added the balloons, once I learned the mechanics, which really just took a couple videos, then I could just teach myself the design part. And trial yeah. and error. And when I look back, I there's definitely work that's like, oh, you know, like the proportions on that are not good. Um, but most of it, you know, I look back and think, okay, you know, that's pretty good. And then I learn new techniques and then you add that in. And well, we all have to start somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. So you mentioned doing some work for Amazon and some corporate things. Mm -hmm. Have you done a lot of birthday parties or what would you say? Is there a big thing that's popular as far as the other events that aren't corporate? Do you do a lot of graduations or what seems to really be a draw for yeah, people? Yeah, definitely children's birthday parties and baby showers, bridal showers. That's like a lot of my business. Um, then uh, graduations in May. May is crazy. It's so crazy. It's it isn't necessarily my biggest month financially. It's like definitely up there, but other months it's like you get more corporate. So it's like, it's a big month, but you're doing like a few events and they're really big. And that's a lot easier than the graduations, which is like just so many. It's, you have all this garland, but then it's like just looking at the days and being like, how can we get to every house? And like, and like your schedule, you're like, well, if everything goes perfect, we're good. But if not, like, uh, you know, and we rented U-Hauls and, you know, so graduations are really big. Yeah. That's one of my questions. Like, do you, do you do some of the designing before you get to the locations and then how do you get it there? So you said you rent U-Hauls. Do you, do you think you do, like, is it pretty comparable as to how much you prepare beforehand versus doing on site or do you spend a lot of time on site? Both. It, it's pretty comparable, but like the time is, I would say almost the same, but we try and do everything we can ahead of time. So the only thing that happens on site is like the installation. So installing the balloons to 
like whatever they're being attached to, if that's like a wall or a roof line or a tree, whatever it is. Um, and then any balloons that need to be added in. But I really try and blow everything up at the studio. In the beginning, I didn't always do that. And I didn't always have quite enough space for that. Um, but during the week, you can blow them up. You know, like I four days before is usually sort of the top on what usually like we the bulk of our work happens Thursday, Friday at the studio for the weekend. But Tuesday, Wednesday, if we like have to. And it's just better to get as much done. You know, once you get there, there's so many variables and like weather and like who's going to be there and what the space is going to be like that you just want everything done in the studio. And then I've sort of made a policy of just like, whatever it takes to get there, just get a bigger vehicle, you know, because it used to be like, well, if it's too big to fit in the vehicle, then I'll do it on site. But it's like, no, just always get a bigger vehicle. And now I have a really big studio. Do you have like a pattern that you follow as far as figuring out how many balloons you're going to need, doing all the prep work offsite is helpful for when you're getting there. But how do you accurately figure out, here's what I need, here's how many I need, Yeah, I need small, medium, large. Is there a formula you've figured out for yeah. that? So I have a formula for all of that. Everything is priced by the foot. So... Um, I know how many feet I need. And then I also know, I mean, some stuff doesn't look like it's by the foot. You know, some things, obviously, it's like a gar. A lot of stuff is like a garland like that. Um, But then there's things that are like thicker than that, but it's still priced by the garland foot. Like, um, so I figure that out. And then, then there's like a formula for going from that to like how many balloons we need. And usually we size, there's like three sizes that we use. There's like five inch balloons, 11 inch balloons, 16 inch balloons. But then all of those are sized like a little bit different. Um, But we use those three and then we can add in like 24 inch and 36 inch. But I put all of that in the proposal. So if it's just like our standard garland, it's five inch to 16 inch. And then it'll say like, maybe it'll say five inch to 24 inch, or it might say like five inch to 16 inch with two 24 inches added in, you know? Um, Okay. So then we do the formula, we blow up all the balloons and then we like do it at the studio. But then we do bring balloons. We always bring balloons with us. Because okay. you sometimes need to blow up more. You might have underestimated or something could happen, you know, like a weather event or like something could pop. If one or two pop, like it just eats the whole, like the, the balloons just like take it over. But um, yeah, we always bring balloons for sure. Often I do a sketch ahead of time that's like on the, like a picture. So people can really see what it's going to look like. And I need to see what it's going to look like. It's like for them, but it's also, it's for me. Um, 
Yeah, which leads to I was wondering how you decide what the designs are going to be. Do you create your own? Have you studied a lot of pictures? And so you get ideas from that and then make your own? Or are you like, okay, I see that this this garland works really good in this size of room. Yeah. And this is what I have to work with. So I'm going to do this. Yeah, there's, um, I mean, a portion of the work is literally people just being like, I'm buying a six foot, eight foot or 10 foot garland. And it's just a standard garland. Like that is like one of the ways it happens. And then either they pick it up or I take it and I just like make it work however they want it when I get there. You know, they might not have even told me where it's going to go. Like, they're just like, I ordered an eight foot garland, you show up. And I'm like, okay, you know, that's fine. But then when it's like custom stuff, um, I do look at a lot of pictures of not like just in general, you know, I try and just there's a new stuff all the time and I try and know, you know, what those new looks are and what people want. And I certainly get inspired by certain shapes or like styles. Um, but then the number one thing that I would say inspires me is seeing the space and being like, this would be like highlighting this part of the space would be the best way to do these balloons. That's my favorite way to do it this year for the grad, like the grad parties, I could really see this is my like third season of like a lot of grad parties, how the work was like much more elevated than it had been, you know, this year, a lot of roof lines. We did a lot of stuff that like really accented the entrance in like interesting ways. You know, and we had our big ladder and Hmm. it was, that was really fun. And that's like, you know, people have interesting architecture and to be like, okay, the balloons are going to like cascade down that side and mimic the shape of the curve of your house. You know, that's, I think where the most inspiration comes from. That's fascinating to me because around here, I live in a small Midwest town in Wisconsin there's no concept of what that would be like having a balloon, a fancy balloon installation in front of your house. That's just not <laughs> something that's known here. Yeah. And so I like hearing about what is big in other parts of the country or depending on where you live. This is something that's that's big in Des Moines, that's big in, in certain areas. Yeah. And so if you live in an area like this, how can you capitalize on this and and make a small business out of it? So I think that this is a really good example of knowing your area. Mm -hmm. I think here that I know that in the mid parts of the Midwest graduation parties have been a thing for like a long time, but now with Instagram, I just think that these high schoolers, they really have this picture in their mind of what they want for their grad party. And they want it. They want to make a statement, you know, um, yeah. And so, absolutely. yeah. And they see what other people have done and they think like, oh, I, I don't want to not have that, you know, like I think they think that and I, or I think I want to have the best one or, you know, um, so I definitely see that with grad parties. 
How long does it take you normally to do a custom installation? Let's say you're going to set up at a grad party. How long does that take it, you? It really just depends what they have, you know. Um, if they had like a 16-foot garland, then that would probably take us like an hour at the studio and then probably 40 minutes on site. So you can do multiple a day if we need to, like especially oh, yeah. during grad season. Like, how many of you? How many have you done in a day? Like ten, probably. <laughs> but some, you know, some you know they're going to take like a shorter amount of time, less than forty minutes. This year we had one like our busiest day. We had a bunch that were going on the stands, and we literally put them on the stands in the studio and just like put them in ready. So they just, we took them out. Like one of them was on a hoop and we like attached them to the hoop and then broke down the bottom part of it. So we just like popped that part up and rebuilt the bottom of the hoop. And then it was like, we're out of here. It took like 10 minutes. The lady was like, I thought you were going to blow them up on site. Like I thought you were going to be here for like three hours. And we were like, nope, bye. (laughs) So yeah, the, Definitely the more, like next year, we'll do even more on stands. That was like the way to go. Learning as you go, different things that work. It's the stuff that's, you know, if a lot of they have backdrops. So those are ready. You just attach. That's really easy. But the stuff where you're attaching to the house, that's like the, the hardest stuff. Because um, you don't really know what's going to happen once you get there. Do you have other people working with you in your business or is this like you, come on, husband, we're going to do some (laughs) installations today. Tell us, tell us about, um, your help. So I had one person for a really long time. She was like my bread and butter. (laughs) She was so good. Um, and that was when I was working out of my house. Um, I was working on my front porch, which is like enclosed, but definitely hot and cold. Um, and it she was there for all of that um zoe and it was wild out there she really saw it all and then i was like really pregnant and she was there and then uh and then right after i had matilda she like i couldn't have done it without her um and then she got a full-time job so um she left me but she does still do deliveries on the weekend sometimes um but then um, I got another employee, Stacy, and she blows up balloons for me, but she also helps run the studio space. So that's good. She helps keep that organized and like helps me know what I need to order and what we have in stock. And But she also blows up balloons with me. And then my brother, it's not, my husband does not really help me with the business. He's not really about okay. it. But my brother moved here a year ago and he, and that was really good because that was right after I had Matilda. And so he helps me deliver and that is really good. Um, he'll come blow up balloons if it's like, like during grad season, he was in the studio blowing up balloons, but mostly he helps with deliveries and he like goes and picks up the U-Hauls and like, does some of that stuff that was just like really eating away at my time. 
um, having that extra set yeah, of hands is and just, very helpful. I don't know. Part of it was hard to ask for help. You know, when I first had her, that was really hard for me. Um, and so having him, I just didn't, it felt easy to ask for help with her when it was my brother. Yeah, absolutely. If you don't want, if you want to be in charge of doing things your way and making sure it's done the way you want it in your mm-hmm. business, hand off some other yeah. things. I love yeah. that. Okay. So last thing, tell us what's next for your business. What are you looking forward to? Do you have any big dreams or goals? Yeah. It's hard. This year has been, you know, with a baby, it's been like hard to know if I want this to be bigger. You know, I would really yes. like, I think more for it just to stay the same for a little bit. Um, I would like to add some things like uh, just more online stuff, like ordering kits online and people being able to order six foot, eight foot, 10 foot straight from the website without ever having to talk to me. That's like definitely, and some more like custom stuff um, where people can just order on the website, like not a big garland, but like balloons that have your name printed on them to be delivered for your birthday or things like that. And we have a studio space now, but we have to move out of it this winter. So that's sort of the next what is happening there is next on the docket. Um, at first, I wanted... And do you know where you're headed? I don't yet. And, you know, my first thought was like a, you know, like a better, more, like a place where people could come more. This one's a little bit like dingy, but who works for us really well. <laughs> like, I would definitely stay here if we could. I... Um, But now I'm thinking more like the best case scenario would be that we would move and have a property that had like a big shed, you know, like sheds like a small word for, you know, but like a big garage or something um, that I could work out Mm -hmm. of. Those sound like great (laughs) ideas. I love the idea of making things more efficient and the less you have to help with the orders up front, especially if it's a more basic order is, I mean, that just helps your sanity. Mm -hmm. And with those, those orders, I do think there's a lot that I lose business because people go on the website, they email me, I email them back. It's just for a small garland. But in the meantime, they think about another idea or they, but if in that moment where they were like, had it on their mind, they could have just bought it, they would have just done it. That's a great point. I think that's, people look for that for sure. Well, that is awesome. Tell us where we can find you on your website, Instagram. Tell us where to see all the beautiful balloon things you've got. Our website is joypopevents.com. And then Instagram is also joypopevents. And that's the main place. You know, we have a Facebook too that's, I think it's just Joy Pop, but really we're like posting on Instagram and then some of that gets pushed to Facebook. Um, But yeah, that's the places. 
Sophie, thanks so much for being here with us today. It's been an absolute blast to learn about Joy Pop, and we wish you much success as you continue to run your business and be a mom and enjoy that little one and just see how things grow. Friends, we hope that you've enjoyed this episode and be sure to follow Sophie at Joy Pop Events and be sure to watch for all the things she has coming up. If you're in the Des Moines area, be sure to contact her if you've got something that you would love to have a beautiful balloon installation for. We know she would do an awesome job. Thanks so much, Sophie. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Her Business Rocks. Be sure to visit herbusinessrocks.com to get bonus content, show notes, and to sign up for our weekly newsletter. And if you enjoy this podcast, we'd love for you to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. As always, we appreciate your support and we'll see you next time for more Her Business Rocks.